Hello, my name is TJ and I'm one of the voices behind the Geek Sweat podcast. This is a special message regarding the next episode which is being recorded out of sequence during the coronavirus lockdown in the UK. Now, in response to the government daily briefings and general health and safety requirements for the pandemic, the Geek Sweat podcast team are practicing social distancing for this recording in an attempt to create new segments and continue sessions from our respective homes via a joint video call while we aim to minimize the risk and the spread of the infection from COVID-19. As such, we are working in the absence of our steam sound engineer, Giovanni Bastianello, aka Neo Geo. And we hope that you can bear with us and any changes in the audio quality from what you may be accustomed to earlier. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We We watch watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as a string, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Geek Sweat is available on Apple Podcasts where you can stream over 750,000 shows. Look for the lowercase white eye with two white ring halos inside the purple square and you can have access to over 20 million episodes in their library. Welcome everyone to another episode of Geek Sweat. I am your lead host and my name is MKH. You are now tuned in to episode 125 of Geek Sweat and we will be doing a trailer talk for you right now. I am most capably joined by, um, first of all, uh, TJ. Hello, TJ. Howdy. I was just adjusting my shirt. That wasn't me puffing my chest out saying, say no, my I name need, first. Yeah, say my name first with all the flowers all over me. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that, is that, you're like a walking metaphor, like give me the roses while I'm still around to smell them type thing. Exactly. Is that what's happening with that shirt? I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty shirt. I remember I was actually chatting up um, a girl in the, the, uh, what do you call it? The sales assistant. Whilst I was this is like a humble brag right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't worry, I didn't get any phone numbers. Like that, but I, I think this was me flirt. This this t-shirt represents me flirt, trying to flirt in public and buying something as a way of trying to look cool. But um, mm. yeah, this is my Morrissey t-shirt. I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> That's why I buy heroin. My heroin dealer is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for her, I'd, I'd get right off it. But. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go for a nice introduction yeah. from Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? That <laughs> sounds like the perfect romantic movie of like a, a bumbling Englishman <laughs> who can't pluck up the courage to chat up his So he can't get <laughs> off the smack. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Grant would love that. Yeah. Or Colin Firth, you never know. Um, yeah. They're both posh guys aren't they um so ha- how are we feeling uh, like i feel like i've um completely and 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 undoubtedly adapted to quarantine life and i think i'm probably winning quarantine life the most out of everyone on earth H- how are you guys um same as ever it's not really uh, i mean i haven't had any problems at all it's been fine uh tj um do you know what for me I'm trying not to get over concerned with this kind of new me, new you power up point. So uh, I'm trying not to get obsessed with these kind of like entrepreneurs or go getters or influencers who are trying to say they're going to be this like brand new thing after lockdown. 
because I still was dealing with the same admin issues. But I think now I've got a bit more structure and I realise I can prioritise different things coming out of lockdown. So it was nice to calm things down for a couple of months, I'd say. Anyone getting any, anyone else getting any weird flashbacks before, like about your life before quarantine? Because I swear to God, yeah. I'm having memories of being a teenage Korean boy that plays the violin. But I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's true or not. Is anyone else having weird flashbacks? I'm thinking, I'm just having like maybe regretful memories of some ex-girlfriends. So that there's been some time to uh, therapize that kind of ends of relationships. I'd have a lot of time to think about that. And no regrets, never learn. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously your timeline hasn't broken like everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what the DC universe would call um, Earth... Um, is it crisis? The crisis. Yeah, inf- yeah, infinite crisis. Infinite yeah. crisis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what the DC universe would be saying about this time right now. But that is what it is. Um, so we've got three trailers to review today. Um, the first trailer, the the Candyman. We can dive into this right now. Um, see you on the other side of the trailer. Candyman. The urban legend is if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror. He appears in the reflection and kills you. Who would do that? Candyman. 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 Well, we're still alive. <laughs> Let's go. Trina, you broke the door. feel really connected to this neighborhood. Cabrini Green. It was the projects. I just moved in around the corner. The old candy factory. I'm an artist. You looking for Candyman. He's the monster. It's part of this neighborhood. Why are you drawn to this? I'm hoping to spread the story all about Candyman. The mirror invites you to summon him. You should say his name. I dare you. Candyman. 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 Don't. Don't say that. Candyman. I think I made a mistake. I brought him back. Something's happening to me. He had a purpose for you to be another one of his terrible stories. I guess he found me. I am the writing on the wall. The sweet smell of blood.
Um, so what, what, what are the first thoughts of this trailer? I think um, in a previous episode, we've talked about um, Antebellum, I think it was. And um, it's interesting that we are now seeing a genre of black horror movies that are done well. And I suppose we, we're following on from um, Get Out and Us, obviously. But um, yeah, this uh, looks very interesting. And it's a, it's, it feels like a remake rather than an addendum to the Candyman franchise. And I like the way they've took it into the future as a kind of a photographer, which is obviously a lens and a, a, probably a form of a mirror, who's engaging with the monster. And it seems like from the images becoming the monster as well. I, I've, I've seen the original. I'm pretty sure I did. 1992. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Um, I remember enjoying it. Um, I, I mean, it's just like um, it's, it's a typical horror trailer. It's you know, it doesn't suggest anything especially different or or mind-blowingly original. I mean, it's a remake, obviously. So, yeah. <laughs> so I've got here it's a supernatural supernatural slasher film uh, directed. Uh, by Nia Da Costa, who also directed two episodes of Top Boy, the latest series, and wow. written by by um, Jordan Peele. Obviously, we know uh, Jordan Peele from Get Out and, uh, of course, Us. Um, so, no, actually, it says it's a direct sequel to the 1992 okay. film. Did the original pardon? not have sequels? Yeah, so there's three. There's, so this will be the full film in the Candyman franchise. Oh, okay, okay. So yes, it's it's just a continuation. I think um, they did something like that with Halloween, didn't they? Where when um, the guy, your guy, Stephen from um, what's that show, The Righteous Gemstones, Danny McBride. Yeah, I, I think he directed it, or he may have written it. No, he wrote it, I think. Yeah, and then so his Halloween was called Halloween, I think, but. It was a conti- It was like everything from the original was canon, except like three, three of the sequels or something like that. But it was in the future <laughs> no. of the first Halloween. John. Carpenter. Oh, the way I saw it, it was a direct. I I thought it was just a. It cancelled out every sequel except yeah. for the original film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, but of yeah, I'm just saying in terms of doing that kind of, we're doing a new film, but it's actually a follow on rather than a sequel. Yeah, continuation. So I, I looked at the um, the trailer. Uh, I'm going to echo what Stephen said. You can't really glean anything from it. I guess they got to build suspense. Obviously, I did enjoy the fact. I did enjoy the fact that they had the the Destiny's Child um, song playing over the background. Say my name. Yeah. Say my name. I thought yeah. that was quite a nice touch, and obviously speaks to it being a modern uh, uh, adapt or well a modern sequel yeah. in that sense and um yeah i i hope it's 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 better than us i i know king dom really enjoyed us but i i felt that jordan peele took his foot off the gas pedal yeah when you when you compare us to get out well, or they- or we were comparing him to himself which wasn't fair because yeah. us i mean get out was such a lofty film yeah, that it would have been hard for anything to follow that. Yeah, or even I mean, be inside get, the same ballpark. Yeah, Gals kind of got that a really good lofty premise. There's a kind of 
It's a combination of kind of Stepford Wives, uh, the Body Snatchers, and a few other things. But I think the Us one, it, it, it depends how you see the ending, I think. I haven't seen Us. Okay, yeah, that's why I'm not, I'm not trying to spoil it. But the, yeah. the ending, it, it depends how you see the world. It, it challenges you how you saw the world of that horror film. But mm. um, I think what we're seeing here is it's like the awake. I think that the trope is the awakening of a dormant demon. And um, I, I think the trailer was quite good, like just like in the first 60 seconds doing the bloodshed and then the innocence in a vulnerable situation and the kind of the spooky appearance of the Candyman. But I think, um, I mean, your lead actor in this is um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who um, I've only, the, the first time I really came across him was uh, Striking Viper's Black Mirror episode. And um, he's a very good choice for a lead. And you've got um, Tiona Paris, who is from um, If Beale Street Could Talk. So it feels like it's it, it's like a new wave. So I think it belongs in the pantheon of Get Out and Us. It's hard to say how much better it will be. I'm just wondering offhand if Beetlejuice exists in the same universe as Candyman, and perhaps yeah. that you can summon Beetlejuice to fight Candyman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would probably make sense. In and also Beetlejuice, you can get Beetlejuice there quicker than Candyman because you've got to say Candyman five times, whereas. Beetlejuice is only it's free time. <laughs> but the thing is, wouldn't the problem with Beetlejuice is he, he doesn't leave the um, compound, does he? Because he's, he's, his spirit is binded to the house. Damn, damn. I thought we had a sequel there. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, like a, a, a Freddy versus Jason type crossover? Yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice yeah. versus Candyman. Lots of scenes of people saying things into mirrors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. The thing is, they've actually touted the idea of um, Michael Keaton doing a sequel for a long time, but it's come back onto the news again because apparently he might make an appearance in a, um, I think in a, in a, in a, in a, he might make an appearance in a DC universe future film, but they're not confirming which one. Yeah. As an, it's quite likely he's going to turn up in a flash film as an older Batman, but, it's all speculation, but his name's on the production sheet. So if he's coming back from that, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be demanding Beetlejuice afterwards. Uh, I also wanted to highlight that you, in in the trailer and in the film itself, we have Nathan Stewart uh, Jarrett, who is an English actor who was also in Misfits for okay. all three that's series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, verdicts, are we going to see this or are we going to give it a miss? Uh, Stephen first. Um, I, I I I have a little thing for horror, so I might I might watch it if it was on a, if it was streaming and I was bored one night. I think I could. I, I'm I'm quite shocked and surprised. I didn't know you yeah. were a horror person. I'll, I'll give horror a, a chance when uh, with other genres that I went. People think I'm a sci-fi fan, but I'm not. I just like Doctor Who. I remember There's some my... elements of horror to Doctor Who as well, though. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, my parents were absolutely petrified of the Daleks, so it definitely had a horror element to, to Doctor <laughs> Trevor. Um, see, see it or give it a miss. Do you know what? I feel obliged as like a black filmmaker to support another black filmmaker to watch it. But outside of that, I like Jordan Peele, not just from the Key and Peele sketches, but just generally how he directs films. It feels like he's doing a fresh take on it. I haven't had a chance to see his Twilight Zone, but it looks good to me. So 
Um, I'm fully behind supporting the Jordan Peele project if it means if he, he's going to get a chance to produce more high-concept films. So, yeah, I'll try and see this at the cinema, or if it has to come out on an online service, I'll try and stream it too. Okay, I'm going to give it a miss. I'm not really into horrors. I don't really care for horrors. The only way you get me to watch a horror is if you put a gun to my head, and even then I'll probably risk the bullet missing vital bits in my brain. So just, I'm going to give it... You're just picking up Get Out. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that that was something more than a horror. Mm. Because well, it, well, the best horror is always something more than a horror. No, because I don't think it was it's set in the traditional sense of a. I, I could be wrong. I could be reading that film a lot, and that, that's probably why I didn't really like us because I think that was more of a traditional horror as opposed to. I'm watch that straight after this now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as opposed to what Get Out was trying to do. So, um, but yeah, uh, on the whole, I'm not a. Like, just like you're not a a sci-fi fan, I'm not. Yeah. A, okay. a, a actually Gio's film. another person who doesn't like horror movies as well do you remember when he had to close his eyes when we shown a trailer of um, that Stephen King film Pet Cemetery? I thought it was because he was too young to watch it but I could have been wrong <laughs> um, okay uh, so that that is basically yeah go and see it if you can um, that's that's the verdict from the Geeks were. So we're going to, uh, we took we took up quite a lot of time with that one trailer. We're going to have yeah. to fly through these last two. Okay, the next one is called The King's Man. My flock. This will not be a war of heroes. Nations will slaughter each other while we get rich. This is going to be fun. <laughs> you cannot keep me locked away as the world burns. Son, the truth is the world is ruled by corruption and greed. We must do something. Certainly. We are the first independent intelligence agency. Refined but brutal. Civilized but merciless. Welcome to the club. Very clever. It's time to pour fuel on the fire. Of revolution. Yes, my shepherd. Welcome, Englishman. Rasputin, your reputation precedes you. Let's end this as gentlemen. After all. Why is it that boys are always so messy? First thoughts. 
it was kind of there was a mixture of kind of all oh, this is interesting Rasputin's in it and um and other people and I've always been a big fan of Rasputin. I think yeah. he's been really um, misrepresented over the years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. But then I, I, I mean, I've got to say this is just not my sort of film. Apart from that, uh, just too much actiony, fighty stuff. But I, I don't like. I'm not a big. I'm not really into action movies and. This scene, I mean, I don't know if the trailer was misrepresentative of the whole film, but there was a lot of action shots in there. And yeah. so it kind of, it did, that doesn't appeal to me at all. Mm. But I, I I was intrigued by the whole kind of, I thought it was, it was going to be kind of at the beginning, a bit like how like MI6 started or something. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. a really old kind of Victorian MI6, but then it just got all kind of flashy and, fighting and it just and that just makes me go cold i don't had you seen the kingsman the actual film with colin first no i haven't no okay oh wait is this a sequel is it It, it's It's a prequel it It would be the original it's the third in the series but it would be the original story of how that group got formed oh okay okay i see so it looks like ray Fine's son conrad played by Harris Dickinson, is the yeah. Colin Firth character about to become who he is. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So are, are, the, are the Kingsman films, are they quite action orientated? Yeah. Yeah. Are. In a kind of um, uh, a loosely Indiana Jones meets James Bond kind of way. Actually, no, Tomb Raider, that... James Bond, I would say. Yeah. And I think um, the fight in, in the first two films, I I saw, I, I saw, was it is a lot more thrilling and refined than any James Bond James Bond fight sequences yeah. I've seen, or Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is more of a slugger, whereas yeah. these guys are actual. Well, they want to be presented as actual martial artists and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, where you get a film like John Wick, where it's more about technique in the filming shots. This is more like a John Woo film where you get to see more of the impact from the fighting. So um, do you remember Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yeah. A, I, would, I would say the, the fight sequences have that kind of theatrical nature to it. Yeah, obviously there's all invisible ropes and green screen and stuff like that. But mm. I will say that the, the, the church scene in the first, in, in the, in the first uh, Kingsman yeah. was probably the best that was that nice. gun gun foo scene that I've seen <laughs> that year. It was really good, and yeah, the yeah. choreography in it was that's actually amazing. Yeah, and I'm just now, happy that, that now you sound like my sister talking about strictly come dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the interesting thing was the escalation of the violence because the way the setting had started, you thought, oh, this is just going to be another dialogue scene, and it's in a church, etc. And I think the way the violence just escalated was amazing. Yeah. I, I was just happy that this prequel doesn't include Eggy because I thought it was just the most irritating thing about the first two films. Yeah. That like he was like this. And I, I don't know if that guy's working class in real life, but I didn't like his accent in the film. <laughs> and it came across really abrasive and yeah. it made me just not want to root for him. I actually yeah. risked he got blown up both films, but for yeah. some reason he survived. So I'm happy. I think he that... had anal sex at the end of one of them, didn't he? Wait, what? Do you remember the first one? It was like he had to rescue somebody and then he there was a kind of a, a quick Was he, was he catching? Was he catching or pitching? 
he was he was pitching. Oh, and you remember okay. there was there was a prison. There was a woman that was trapped in the prison as it, at the end of the shootout. And then he said, "I'm going to come back for you later." And goes, "Yeah, and if you come back, you can do this." Oh, okay. No, I, I wasn't watching. I just hated him. Like, I just hated him as I a hate character. Hated him so much. You couldn't yeah, I, d- I didn't notice anything he did. And I love that they're giving uh, more roles to Lord Voldemort after um, yeah. obviously being defeated by Harry Potter. Yeah, such, actually, um, th- this is a very interesting thing because I think one the reason why they over went over the top of the action sequences is you've got Matthew Good, Ray Fine, Stanley Tucci, and Reese Iffens and Charles Dance. And also Tom Hollander, who are not traditionally action film characters. And I think this is like the first real action sequence where we get to say like Ray Fiennes full front, not like heavily clouded in makeup. I think the last film where I think the film we did in Bruges is a good yeah. example of Ray Fiennes doing action, violence and comedy. So I can <laughs> understand why he, he would have been chosen for this role. I guess the mar- the most martial arts he's ever had to perform was when he was weirdly holding his wand in um <laughs> <laughs> in the trailer scenes for <laughs> for Harry Potter and yeah. then going out and we're even holding the real wand even worse. I used yeah. to hate how Lord Voldemort would hold the wand in Harry Potter. It was so irritating. But he like, was supposed was, to be evolved from a snake or something like that in Harry Potter. It was the most flamboyant use of a wand <laughs> I've ever seen in my whole life, but Hey, hey, is what it is. Um, anything else that stood out for you guys before we, we, we give our ratings? It was nice to see Gemma Arterton in it. Uh, I don't want to make out it was just a boy fest. Uh, but from the top 10 token, the cast though. list, yeah, she's in there. So it's interesting to see her get to use her acting and comedy chops. It looks like she's going to get a chance to get some Indian, kind of yeah, money penny styled one-liners you know but she's got some stupid accent is she in the previous no 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 she isn't but she's got some stupid accent in this did you notice a little bit but i'm not knocking her for it (laughs) yeah no actually absolutely it's it's what the director told her to do so why am i blaming her but uh, we Um, should add one thing reese ifans looks like a very good choice for rasputin like physically he seems to have the the physicality down to the t on that um okay so are we gonna see this or, or give it a miss uh tj go um, I saw the first one, the first Kingsman in the cinema in Leicester Square. The second one, I let it wash over me and I still haven't watched it. Um, this one, I'm going to wait for it to come online. Uh, Stephen? Nah, nah. Nah? Oh, no. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, fair enough. I'm going to wait to stream this as well. I have oh, watched I thought, the first two. I thought you would have gone to the cinema, maybe. No, I'm not going to the cinema until 2022. So oh, by then, it, it, yeah, it'll be, it'll be streamed by then anyway. So, but yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely going to stream it because I did enjoy the first two for the fight sequences alone. Can't I can't tell you what the storylines were about. I guess they were trying to save something or other or stop the world from being controlled by some generic bad guy but i just like really like action scenes and this is a film that's supposed to be coming out in the cinema i'm still not going to the cinema until 2022 (laughs) so (laughs) but yeah i'll I'll see it in the streaming sites and i think it's great that matthew vaughn is is still making these type of types of films obviously he he did lay a cake he did um x-men first class and he obviously directed the first two in in this uh, sequence of films and this universe which might expand if this film does well in cinemas also so the verdict the verdict from the geek sweat team is watch it on stream um so yeah that's the verdict so we've got one more trailer quickly before we 
wrap up and it is a film that's been in the pipeline longer than our brexit deal um the new <laughs> mutants so um let's give this a 12 right now what's the last thing you remember danny he said we had to run The reason you survived is because you're a very uncommon girl. You're not alone. Not anymore. Do you know what mutants are? Would anyone like to share their first time? Rain? I was 13. I thought it was a dream. I just lost control. Sam? I started panicking. People got hurt. Roberto? My girlfriend had burned hair. Ileana? I killed 18 men. One by one. This isn't a hospital. It's a cage. It's important we find out your power so we can help you get better. I saw something. I don't think she wanted me to see. I don't think we're here to get better. This place takes your greatest fear and makes you live through it. Until it kills you. Who's there? We can get out of this together. This is a perfect example of when Fox doesn't care about a property. It's just churning out films just to keep the rights at the time. Cause yeah. that's what happens with a lot of Fox Marvel deal. Um, the, 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 in the fine print of what happens between Marvel and Fox, like you can't keep the property intellectual property unless you churn out a film from it. And this is what they did with the new mutants. It, it, it basically says that it's a horror uh, film. Yeah. Uh, set in a superhero world and X-Men dare I say, yeah. yeah and I, f- I think Fox has just re- released a horror film and and they didn't need to drag the mutants into this mess of a film I, I didn't like it at all um, it, this is a perfect example of why I don't like horror films as well because <laughs> I, I, I feel like they didn't need to bring the supernatural into it as well as making it a ho- like it's just it was just really weird and i'm looking at the page right now they, they haven't even shown how much money they've poured into this pile of crap like i they think they should just how much money no they haven't showed what the budget was wow. so i think they this should go straight to um disney plus um <laughs> <laughs> no but disney but, plus is for kids though isn't it no it's that's, not that's family got- pretty no, but they've got all of the cinematic Marvel Cinematic Universe on there. They don't have any Deadpool, yeah. but they, they have X-Men. They have the other X-Men on there, though. 
Yeah. They have Wolverine. And Wolverine is obvious, but have they got Logan? Logan's the real... Okay, yeah, no, Logan's 18. Yeah, yeah, that's 18. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, that, that, that's why Disney's stuck and that's why they don't want to release it because they can't put it on Disney Plus because like you said, it's yeah. kid-orientated and they can't put it in cinemas because no one's going to want to watch this pile of crap. But um, yeah, that's just my take from the from the, the horrible trailer. Uh, Trevor, take it away. Um, well, it looks like it has been taken away. I'm just going to give you a bit of backstory on this. So this is starring Maisie Williams and Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, apparently the new Mutants was developed by 20th Century Fox, as um, MKH has mentioned. And it was meant to expand into the X-Men universe and it actually wrapped filming in September 2017. For some reason, uh, it was the release was delayed numerous times, which I'll try and find out in a minute. And the first time it was delayed uh, from release was the 13th of April, 2018. Then it was supposed to come out again the 22nd of February, 2019. But they dropped that idea because it was going to overlap with Deadpool 2. Then um, it was speculated that this decision was made because Boone, Boone's horror-tinged feature wasn't scary enough. And then it shifted to the 2nd of August, 2019 for a release date, where Fox um, reshuffled it from some of the other releases. And then finally, after Disney acquired Fox and its film properties, it was meant to uh, come out on the 3rd of April, 2020. I'm still waiting for um, one of the cast members to die. To <laughs> release it and get some of that celebrity death buck. It'll be a memorial film, yeah. Well, we given how long this, this film has been on the back burner, wait another two years and one of the cast members might die of natural causes. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, like, they wrapped so many years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... And they still haven't released it. Yeah, do you know what? It looks like... Um, I mean, the way Maisie Williams looks in it, she looks as horrified as if she had to re-watch Game of Thrones season eight. But the problem is, is like... I think they seem to have been, they looked like they were trying to cash in on um, the fact that uh, Maisie Williams was in Game of Thrones and they had another guy in there. I think it was um, Charlie Heaton, who's obviously in Stranger Things, and Alice Braga and a few other names. And that time's gone now. So yeah, I'm not more, sure what they're waiting for. More fool them because Maisie Williams on her is on her second marriage now and has four kids. Like what? <laughs> like I swear, if they ever had a premiere for this right now, everyone yeah. in the crowd would be like, "Who the hell is that? Are you even in the film?" Like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they've changed so much. It's so ridiculous. Like just burn this film to the ground. Like just say it's it's a part of the lost tapes. Like no one cares. No, like no one's like beating down Disney's door saying release the new mutants not even the actors like we really need this film no no one cares like it's a thing of the past just scrap it and it's making new film like just say it's just chalk it up to uh, life experience I guess <laughs> Stephen what, what do you think is going on with this film um I, I could I could have done without the Pink Floyd yeah um, <laughs> That, that that did ruin it a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not someone who can really review this with any kind of integrity because I don't watch um, comic book movies, so I, I feel like I'm treading on other people's toes when I'm. Did it look, did it look like something that felt like an interesting horror story to you? Because it had I mean, that kind of haunted house it, idea. It's, it's a bit deriv derivative, and a bit, you know, and the whole gloomy look and. It, it, it didn't inspire me, really. And um, also knowing that it's part of a larger universe would put me off because 
What if I got hooked? What if I had to watch all the Marvel films? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 very um, true. And I, I I am the the comic book guy that Stephen was referring to, and I love comic book films. And I I'm so happy. I'm in the golden age of comic book film cinema. But I wouldn't touch this with 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 Trevor's barge pole. Like this is <laughs> this is such a disgrace of a film, and I hope. Everyone that's worked on it is hanging their head in shame right now. And I think it's so funny that they haven't actually uh, bothered to release the budget that they spent on this because there was a number of reshoots as well. And I'm guessing pushing back something probably adds to the budget of a, of a, of a film as well. So I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just hurt by it. Uh, shall we get our, our verdicts out of the way, uh, Stephen? No, because it, I feel like it might be a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know about you. We all know the gateway drugs are usually beautiful women for you, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and um, TJ. <laughs> um, actually, I want to make a reference to the soundtracks you've heard. To. So Destiny's Child was on Candyman. Um, uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood's War was on um, uh, The Kingsman. And this one was even further back in time, which was um, Pink Floyd's The Wall. So it, the, for some reason, it just feels like they, it, it felt like the soundtrack was trying to save the film in some, in some respect. So, and, and, and the guest appearances, I will call it, because that's technically what it was. So um, I'm afraid of this film and to the point I don't want to watch it. I, I think it's going to, be two hours whatever i'm not going to get back that's what i'm scared of not the film not the content in the film uh so that's another no and it's a massive fat no for me so there's the verdict um geek sweat say geek sweat suggests you should go to a coronavirus sharing party before you watch this film (laughs) so um yeah, don't watch this don't touch it with a barge pod don't release it in cinemas don't even put it on disney plus just burn it and erase it from our memory banks forever um <laughs> i hope that is um clarity for everyone listening because we don't like to sit on the fence on this uh on this podcast whatsoever um with that being said that was um trailer talks so we've wrapped up um the free trailers candy man was a go and see it um if, if you have time kingsman um stream it and um the new mutants blur gross uh so <laughs> i've been actually joined on 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 this episode by uh, trevor ciao for now and of course steven hi have a, have a nice month oh uh, yes you you too <laughs> kind sir um and that has been um trailer talk this has been episode 125 and i have been your lead host mkh i hope to see you on the other side and please please be safe out there um we're not we're not through the other side of this broken timeline yet so um yeah be safe until we reach the other end okay bye for now